Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Two, one. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the third ever episode of The Gamer's Basin, a podcast where we sit down and just talk about gaming news and whatever's going on in general that might catch our interest. Now, I sincerely hope that everyone's feeling well, everyone's getting passed through this hump. Uh, Now is the time where we can all really take a moment and sit down, relax, and really, really learn something new. Um, Stay safe, stay healthy, keep your social distancing and with that being said let's go straight into nintendo news now latest news is that we have the cooking mama game that's come out i'm sure many of you guys have heard of it where it has supposedly had some code in it where it was mining bitcoin or cryptocurrency off of your nintendo switch and was causing overheating problems now that turned out to a rumor so far as uh, no code was specifically found to be mining there was some blockchain technology that Nintendo or not Nintendo but uh, sources have said that have been implemented into the game but uh, since discovery it has been removed from the game Um, I did find it kind of strange that the game was not uh, found in the game store and the eShop Nintendo's eShop um, since you can really find any game that's physical uh, onto the eShop. So that was a little bit strange that it could not be found. Um, as of now, uh, there is no conclusive information to say whether it has or has not happened. The creators, the developers of the game have said that, um, and I quote, as the developers, we can say with certainty, there is no cryptocurrency or data collection or blockchain or anything else shady in the code. The Nintendo Switch is a very safe platform with none of the data and privacy issues associated with some mobile and PC games. It is a release from February 2019, and we presume hypothetical like most releases about blockchain are. Um, blockchain was never brought up to us developers, and we are we were entertained to hear about in late 2019 not happening anytime soon um but there was a mention of blockchain technology in the original the original pr and commercials that they had um so that was kind of weird um we'll see where this leads um it's not the first time where i wouldn't there were video games sketchy video games were released and it turns out they were actually taking advantage of your uh, graphics card and uh, cpu processor to uh, mine cryptocurrencies. Uh, this is usually for kind of janky, shady games that you would find uh, off of websites, uh, very rarely on, well, maybe not really, but uh, sometimes on Steam and other platforms where they disguise them pretty well, but then it turns out a very simple game is taking up 90% of your CPU or GPU power. It doesn't make sense. So keep an eye out for that, just general practices whenever you play your games. Uh, measure it out if it's a very heavy heavy game and it's taking up a lot of processes that kind of makes sense but if you're playing uh, the frogger simulator and it's taking 90 percent of your power um, that seems a little intense so there's probably something else happening in the background and i don't think that there are games out there that are so poorly optimized that 
it's going to take that much uh, power for basic uh, processes. Um, moving on, it's still in Nintendo news. Um, uh, there was the confirmation that we had 2K games coming out. Um, now we have further confirmation that the Bioshock collection, XCOM 2 collection, and the Borderlands collections are coming out uh, May 29th. Um, there was uh, some news saying that you will not have to buy um, all of the collections at the same time, which is good. Um, now, going on to Sony. Um, there's a lot of stuff happening in Sony right now, specifically uh, the Last of Us has been indefinitely uh, suspended uh, in the development. Uh, Neil Druckmann was in an interview with the official PlayStation broadcast, a very impressive broadcast. Uh, you're working on something for so long, some of us, for years, and there's a built-in anticipation when you're doing this thing. Like, you can't wait for this thing that you've been crafting and honing and sometimes dreaming about. You can't wait to get it in people's hands and then see their reactions, see what they like or didn't like, or where the story takes them. And now you got to pull all that on hold because the world is conspiring against us. Continuing on the quote, internally, we know we have a great game and it's just it's just we have to wait a little bit longer to get out there to fans. I know fans are disappointed and believe me when I say this, we're just as disappointed, if not more so, uh, to, to not be able to get the game out on time. Well, there hasn't been an official decision yet. Right now, we're just reacting. You know, it's a different retail chain whether we could get physical copies to people what is the internet infrastructure there to support it in all countries? This is a worldwide game that people in every country are waiting for, and we want to make sure we're fair. The quote continues saying, If we just get to a small fraction of people, what about all the people that don't get it? Right now, we're looking at all sorts of different options. What's the best way to get it all of our fans as soon as possible? Sorry, what's the best way to get it to all our fans as soon as possible? But that's going to take time for us to shift and figure things out. And also, see where the world's at. You know, things are changing from day to day. So there you have it, folks. It looks like uh, all the stuff that's happening around the world with the COVID-19 is really affecting game development. Um, what do I think about the game? Is it done? It probably is very, very close, if not it completed already, um, but it is not an optimal time to release the game. Uh, why is that? Well, a lot of people around the world are unfortunately losing their jobs and don't have as much discretionary income as they would like. So, what, what happens because of that? Well, uh, we don't have money to spend. And the game releases, people aren't spending their money. Now, a case could be made that well, people are at home and they're buying video games. Well, I, we, uh, there's a counterpoint where I can say people are afraid. Um, the stock market is plummeting because people are selling their stocks. They think that they're not going to have their money. Um, so a lot less people are going to be spending their money on things that they don't really need. We see people not traveling. And, of course, that has to do with all, all of the travel bans that have been put in place. And, you know, social distancing. People want to stay home. But I have a strong belief that even when the economy starts coming back, travel isn't going to go just pick up right back where it was. People are still going to be afraid of going out. But and, and in addition to that, people are going to be trying to recover economically. And I don't think video games are in a lot of people's budgets as a necessity at the moment, especially those that are planning 
ahead. So I understand where they're coming from with this decision. Does it suck? Yeah, it sucks. Um, the Last of Us is one of the greatest games of all time, and now that Last of Us 2 is being uh, being delayed, it kind of feels like we're getting the short end of the stick because we already, as as Last of Us fans, have waited a very, very long time. But again, as a business perspective, I completely understand the decision. Um, next in the news, let's move on to Xbox. Now, there's some interesting things going on with Xbox, um, especially with all the information that they've, that they've been releasing with their uh, new Xbox console. Now, why do I say that this time is something special? Well, we just had Phil Spencer coming out in an interview with Next Gen Console Watch Podcast. Um, and I quote, after the cancellation of E3, we've been sitting and watching how our teams have been making progress and building a plan to continue to disclose more and more and try to be as transparent as we can. Lots more to come. Um, then he was asked if there were going to be delays. Uh, now seeing that it's affecting The Last of Us, it kind of makes sense that other uh, companies are being affected as well, especially such a really big hardware announcement. Um what does he say? Well, watching their teams making progress, keeping the team safety and security up front. Um, he says the software seems to be the biggest challenge right now, not necessarily the hardware um, and getting the software up to snuff, uh, which includes third-party games and first-party games. Uh, the ability to give the software development kits is more complex right now than hardware, and setting up a feedback loop is complicated at the moment. Um, he states that there has been an increased traffic in their platform and that not necessarily due to the next-gen hype, but instead serves as a testament to the importance of gaming in times like this. I can't say I, I wouldn't be able to agree more. Um, I know I just said that people aren't spending uh, money on video games, but that doesn't mean that they aren't playing video games. And it's important to, dis to distinguish the fact, and that's very self-aware of, of Microsoft, of Xbox, is that uh, people aren't necessarily playing more because they're very very excited for the next generation console however true that may be it's really because they were stuck at home and most people their their main source of entertainment is their console um so we're looking at that information that data and that's really really cool um as for their feedback loop i i that makes sense as well i mean let's let's think about it everyone's at home can they really ship out all of these software uh all these all these games that are coming out can they really test them when everyone's just at home and then effectively be able to give feedback and have effective quick communication when there's no person-to-person -person communication uh no it's very very difficult to do that so i completely sympathize with that phil spencer um i let's see let's see the the con the interview continues. He says, when asked if he, if he's seen an uptick in the amount of Game Pass subscribers, Phil Spencer responds, everything is up. Minecraft is up. Game Pass is huge right now. Hardware sales are good right now because gaming is a good value. Um, he says that gaming provides a better value than renting movies because you can spend the money on Game Pass and have access to hundreds of of games though i may agree with the logic there phil spencer i'm sorry but i'm gonna have to disagree with the content that's there it doesn't matter if um game pass was twenty dollars the library is still the library that it has um i'm sorry if i'm stepping on any toes here or if i'm hurting any feelings but i'm not really interested in the games that are in game pass um i said it before yeah see if these are something that i'm very interested in but we don't have enough audience there for me to be actually engaged in that community um, as for the other games, well, they're, they're games that have been, uh, let's just say, 
they, they, they've passed they've passed their prime um, they've already probably been played by all of us and maybe we're just gonna throw it on for a little bit and say oh okay all right this game was cute you know I enjoyed this game a long time ago but you won't really play the whole thing you put it away um, when it comes to maybe exposing children to it yeah the, uh, actually that's amazing you know as a parent you might not want to keep buying $60 games all the time so you buy a game pass subscription nine ten dollars a month and your kid is entertained for many months to come especially during nowadays you don't have to you know three months however long this may last you have three four months of game pass it's still less than one uh, new title which is an incredible deal that's true, but as many of us are seasoned gamers, I don't think there is much value to have in Game Pass at the moment. Um, I really do hope that they change that library and we get some really, really uh, heavy hitters. And who knows, maybe maybe I'll start, start up a subscription. <laughs> now, um, what else? So he says that hardware sales are good right now because gaming is good value, right? So we talked about that renting movies. Uh, yeah. Yeah, way better than renting movies, let me tell you that. Um, you know, how much does it cost to rent a movie, right? Um, and it's only going to give you, at most, if you have a very, very long movie, four hours of entertainment, right? But a video game can give you 40 hours of entertainment. And if you look at the price per dollar and the experience that you're getting, right? Because that's what mostly people are, are getting out of video games is the experience the story being able to be part of that in a way that movies aren't uh, won't, won't let you be right when you're watching a movie you're kind of observing the universe that 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 they're letting you see but when you're playing a video game you are in that universe right that is your universe that you are experiencing um i definitely agree with that uh, video games do give you a better value um when asked like what factors are going to determine the price of the console um he said they're watching every every day every day is a day-by-day -day thing and they're seeing where their economics are landing wise move uh will this lead into a delay in the pricing of course 100 percent. will this lead to a delay in the release maybe we don't know um if they don't know we definitely won't know so for now we'll just have to keep a lookout and see where the news is landing on the xbox series x now uh phil spencer says that his that this current generation the possibility of catching up was something that they couldn't do right so for this xbox one and you know what phil props on the on the self-awareness um because i i completely agree um he's saying that i'll just read it and then we can discuss it later so phil says that this current generation the possibility of catching up was something that they couldn't do but instead, this generation, they're, they're hitting the ground running. And that's right. Uh, they're trying to give Sony a run for their money day one to win back customers that have left to PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? It's self-awareness moments like this that really, really give you the edge, especially in a highly competitive marketplace. Um, Xbox did not start off strong this generation. Um, PlayStation completely mopped the floor with Xbox. And... I mean, just look at the sales numbers. Uh, Xbox was really, really trying to make it happen. I mean, we know the debacle that happened with the bundled Connect and how it was ridiculously overpriced. And people that didn't even want the Connect had to still pay the extra hundred dollars because it was bundled with the console. It was they 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 messed up. There's no other way to put it, but they messed up. Um, so they weren't really 
trying to play catch up. I mean, obviously they were because you you really want to gain your put your finances in check. But um, you you can tell that they weren't really trying to impress every everyone uh, comparatively to the PS4 when it comes to, when it came to the releases of the Xbox One X. I mean, PS4 already had a leg up. Now, on the other hand, we're starting to see the tables turn. They said, you know what? We're not going to put all our chips in for a mid-generation console upgrade. What we're going to do is that we're going to save everything, and we're going to hit Sony where it hurts. We're going to come out with all of our spades out. You know, we're going to reveal all of our trump cards. And it looks like they're really, really, they really are accomplishing that. They really are hitting the ground running. And you know what? Couldn't be proud of the, the Xbox team. Um, they continue saying that price is a critical factor. 100%. Are people willing to pay $500? Well, um, according to the survey, uh, a poll with about 10,000 people, they're impressive, uh, done by the same people in this podcast. About 47 people uh, polled, 47% of the people polled will be willing to spend $500 on the console, um, which is insane. I mean, the Xbox One X really set that price, and I thought, wow, that's that's really, really expensive. Um, is it going to be priced $500? I don't know. Xbox doesn't know, so we don't know. Um, could it be $500? Yes. Um, could it be more? Yeah, it could be. I could see it going to six, seven hundred dollars. Um, they're saying that the they want to take a more layered approach to it, and by layered, sorry, I couldn't think of a more eloquent term, but is that they're going to be tiers. There we go. That's a better word. They're going to be tiers to the next uh, release, where we can have different levels of computational power for our Xbox. Right? Would that be good? You know, I don't know. Um, at that point. How close are you from just getting a PC? Uh, the only difference is price, right? Because if if I could just build a PC with that's more powerful for the same price, then we're going to see a huge dip in that market. But then again, are we? You know, people don't really want to build computers like that. Um, though the market has increased for it, I really do think that, you know what, they're capitalizing on the people that don't want to invest too much time and energy on building their own system. They just want to plug and play and and they're done um that being said is plug and play worth 700 dollars? i don't know let's see what the market says um my thing is that 700 dollars is going to be for the enthusiast uh that really really thinks they really want 4k 60 fps you know the the, the whole shebang and the people that spend less are going to want to spend the 500 dollars on the console um they also said that all their releases are going to are going to be well let's just continue so um, lessons learned. He continues saying that lessons learned, and he laughs. He says the first thing that you, the first thing is to know your audience and who you're building for, and they're going to build the most powerful console they can build with latency reduction, ray tracing, smart delivery, and this all was created to keep the player's best interest. Now I wanted to, I stopped myself for a second, but now I have the opportunity to talk about smart delivery. This is insane, and you know what? I've been saying this since I was a little kid. Um, why is it that I'm going to have to buy a game twice if I just want to upgrade the console, which is ridiculous. And you know what, Phil? Hats off to you. Um, sorry if that clap was too loud. Um, but um, it's amazing that now you can just buy a game, and if you upgrade your console, the game upgrades with it. 
right? So now you're getting access to if you're getting a, a regular X, Xbox Xbox uh, One X game, and you get the new Xbox Series X game, uh, all the graphics, everything is going to be upgraded, um, as if you bought the new copy for the new console, which is amazing, and you don't have to buy the game again. I don't know why this is so revolutionary. This is just something that should have been done a long time ago. Um, but you know what? Thank you, Xbox, for realizing this. Amazing. Now, um, I want to move on to some uh, some news. Um, this is not really video game news, but this is kind of nerdy news, and I really like nerdy stuff, and I know you do too, so let's talk about it. Um, next, we have uh, some little bit of Star Wars news. Now, um, we saw that Mark Hamill had released a letter to the fans in thanking them for their devotion to the Skywalker saga. Um, Mark Hamill sent a tweet of the letter, and it could be found in the complete Skywalker Saga Blu-ray set. Um, why don't we go ahead and read the full letter? He starts off by saying, What an extraordinary journey it's been. Back in 17... Sorry, not 17. Back in 1976, when Carrie, Harrison, and I were, te were testing for our roles in what was then called The Adventures of Luke Starkiller, as taken from the Journal of the Wills, Saga 1, The Star Wars. Doesn't that sound... Uh, catchy there's no way we would we could have known what an incredibly rich and imaginative set of adventures this obs this obscure little space movie would launch inspiring eight more chapters to tell the entire skywalker story for some of you that journey began with us over 40 years ago inviting star wars into your lives from the seats of just a few dozen theaters in its first days of release for others you may have joined us Somewhere along the way, from the harrowing saga of young Anakin's descent to the dark side in a prequel trilogy, or the introduction of an entirely new generation of heroes in the sequel trilogy. As Carrie once said, Star Wars is about family, and that is what we all be that's what we all be become. One giant community that shares the common experience of these stories and the fundamental values they instill in us. Whether you're a relative newcomer to the Star Wars galaxy or a long-time UPF ultra-passionate fan, I am deeply thankful for your continued enthusiasm and dedication to George's faraway galaxy, which will continue to grow with new storytellers building an even bigger galaxy filled with heroes, villains, action, romance, and of course, the Force. May the Force be with you, always, Mark Hamill. Now, as it was mentioned earlier, this letter did come uh, included in the complete Skywalker Saga. It's the 4K Ultra HD version, um, and it comes with 27 discs. That's right, guys. 27 discs. It covers all nine of the numbered Star Wars movies, along with many hours of bonus features. Along with the CDs, you're also going to get a special art book, and it comes with um, art concepts from all three trilogies, ladies and gentlemen. This is an insane amount of content. Um, by the way, uh, the it, this is exclusive uh, to the Best uh, Buy version. So you have to go to Best Buy if you want the 4K Ultra HD version. Um, 27 discs, art book. It's it's crazy. All right, um, and that's pretty much gonna cover all of the news for. Uh, today, I'll be back in a couple of days to uh, catch you guys back up on what's been happening. 
Um, go ahead and give me a follow on Twitter. That's at GamersBasinPod. That way you can just uh, go ahead and communicate with me what it is that you want me to talk about next, what are my opinions on or something, and then I can we can have this direct communication with the community. Um, if you'd like, you can go to YouTube. This is I also upload the podcast there, but it's a lot easier to just listen to them here. Uh, that way you can just go about your day uh, without having to use so much data or have, having to keep the YouTube application open. Uh, but it's still there if you would like to uh, go see them there. Now let's talk about some positive news in the day before we wrap up our podcast. Um, the New England Patriots have sent its team, Jet, to deliver 1.2 million N95 masks from China to Boston and New York City Hospital. Thank you so much, New England Patriots, for helping us out on our time of need. Um, they sent out their 757, their Boeing 757, to collect uh, more than a million N95 masks from China. And we received the first shipment, and the second shipment is going to be of about... 500,000 more uh, this week. Uh, tonight's arrival of a major shipment of N95 masks uh, from the Patriots plane uh, really is going to help all of the medical workers. Thank you so much, Patriots, for helping us out. Um, it is definitely uh, good news for us to hear today. Um, the Massachusetts governor had put out a statement on his Twitter saying, uh, it's an example. Uh, I'll, I'll re repeat it again. Tonight's an arrival. Tonight's arrival of a major shipment of N95 masks on the Patriots plane was a significant step in our work to get frontline workers the equipment they need. And it's an example of how collaboration and partnership can lead to real solutions during these challenging times. Couldn't have said it better myself. We are all in this together, ladies and gentlemen. Do your part. Stay home. Play some video games. Relax. And overall, hang. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.